This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to MK on Podcast, your audio hub, everything, Milton Keynes Dons. By clicking on the episode, you may have noticed that it's a bit of a shorter one and focusing purely on Morecambe. Um, we, we chatted, me and the lads chatted about it um, after the game last night and we decided that we wanted to put our full focus on uh, looking forward to the Morecambe game and putting on reference into supporting the lads Saturday. Um, and I, I don't think many of, well, we like, we like to think not many of our listeners who want to listen to us ramble on for 30 minutes about how how badly we've played the past couple of days and you know it's it, i don't think it adds it adds much value to um what's been said already so made a decision to park that behind us and put a full focus towards saturday and of course plymouth for next week you know it's still a great position to hopefully get automatics and you know it's, it's still been a really good chance of doing so and i think i think now we've got to put our put our minds behind it put a full focus on supporting the lads especially the last home game of the season and um yeah hopefully get them over the line and this is this is a part of what we talk about in this episode. So I had a good chat with uh, Dave Salmon, who's on the podcast previously, uh, to preview the Morgan game. Um, it was recorded on the Sunday evening, so before what happened to Oxford and before a Morgan game with Portsmouth. So I hope you will enjoy it, and hope to see lots of you on Saturday. And hopefully, it's a more positive result that we can look back on and um, have more positive outlook on. But until then, come on, you dons. Welcome back to the latest opposition overview. And it's a big one, of course, the last home game of the season for MK Dons, hosting a Morecambe side that I'm hoping are going to be safe by the time we play them. Um, but to give us a bit more insight on that is Dave Salmon, who's on the podcast earlier in the season. So, Dave, how you doing? Liam, how you doing, mate? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. And um, yeah, it's hopefully it'll be an exciting game. Obviously, this Morecambe team has changed a lot since we last played you guys. Um, I think back in November during Store Arwen and it was a final victory for us, which doesn't really reflect how the game went, but you know, of course we'll take it. Um, new manager in charge, new players. Tell us all about it. I think it's a different team, significantly different team, Liam, to uh, the side that uh, play back at the Mazuma. That night, that 4-0 victory for yourselves. I think overall on the night you did deserve to win. You were comfortably the better team, absolutely. But 
it was a tale of you guys being clinical and us just, we couldn't hit a barn door on the night. I think the stats showed that it was a far more even game, but you got the point. Since then, we've had our managerial change, of course. Uh, Stephen Robinson leaving for St Mirren. Not going ever so well for Stephen Robinson at St Mirren, but, you know, hey, it's a shame, isn't it? But Derek Adams coming back to the club. Um, and it didn't go well at the start for Derek, I have to say. We, we got a couple of draws against Ipswich and then Bolton. And then we had a number of uh, crashing defeats. Now, it, it all stems from a last-minute, 95th-minute equaliser against Bolton, going back about six weeks ago now. And it took us a couple of weeks to really recover from that. Uh, we had a, a hammering against Shrewsbury, 5-0 away, worst performance for years. We then went to Wigan and got hammered 4-1. And all hope was lost. We were going down. Couldn't see where the next point was coming from. It was uh, It was going to be, we were going down without a whimper, without fight, any kind of fight at all. International break came. And in those two weeks, we are a team completely reborn now. Derek Adams has got his, his, his whatever he said to the players, whatever magic he's, he's weaved in training has worked. We've now won three out of the last four. Hopefully it's going to be four out of five if we beat Portsmouth uh, tomorrow. But uh, either way, we've now got ourselves a real, real chance of staying in League One, which just a couple of weeks ago, all hope was lost. Yeah, I so see you mentioned that form. You beat some brilliant teams, haven't you? Obviously, Charles on Good Friday, which is a fantastic result, especially at their place. Obviously, Oxford, uh, Burton, no, no mugs either, really, uh, regardless of the home or away. I think Derek Adams is that type of manager you want in a relegation fight. He's got a lot of grit about him. I think he's the right character for that type of battle, really. And um, you know, clearly, that dropped off quite well on the players that are there. Well, the, the personnel has changed uh, significantly. And, and part of this is, is credit to Stephen Robinson because he's brought some of these players in. Um, of course, Derek Adams hasn't had a transfer window to, to bring anybody in, not even on loan. So he has had to play with the inherited squad, if you like. But from when we played you in November, we have a much better goalkeeper. Now, that was a real problem for us all season. We got Trevor Carson in from Dundee United on loan, Northern Ireland International. Uh, he is unbelievable. He's, he has to be one of the best in, in League One. Some of the saves are ridiculous. Uh, never drops anything. He's absolutely rock solid. We've got Jacob Badeau at the back to shore things up in the centre of defence because um, we've let what, 82, 83 goals we've conceded now, and that's obviously far too many. So we've shored things up at the back. He's uh, mixed things up a bit in the centre of the park as well. Um, the old midfield duo of Aaron Wildig and Adam Phillips, who are instrumental in helping us to get promotion into League One in the first place, they are now playing every week uh, with an anchorman. Uh, midfield and that front three as well we've got Dylan Connolly in from Northampton he's one of the fastest players that you will see all season uh, out on the right wing so if you've got a slow if whoever in your back three on the left if they're a bit slow Dylan Connolly will try and and, and kill them for pace we've got uh, Arthur Nahua who is a player completely reborn he was completely frozen out under Stephen Robinson um, on the left is absolute is an absolute renaissance man in the last few weeks, scored a brace against Charlton on Good Friday. And of course, if you've got a 26-goal striker up front, as we do in Cole Stockton, I suppose you're going to have a chance in any game against any opposition, aren't you? So uh, it's not perhaps going to be the walkover that uh, maybe it might have been earlier in the season, that's for sure. Yeah, you've got some fantastic players. And so I'll be fine with Adam Phillips. Um, really, really good player. I say I was quite surprised we didn't go through him when he was released in Liverpool. Um, yeah, he's, he, I'm, I'm glad to see he's doing well for you boys. Obviously, back-to-back -back seasons now. Um, obviously, a, a big trait of a Steve, a Steve Robinson team when he was here was that it was very much a low-block team. 
yeah, there was, and has that kind of carried over to Derek Adams' team? I know it's the stats say it does, but obviously I'm keen to get your insight on it. I think statistically, there's not a great deal between the two. If you look at the cold, hard facts of possession, territorial advantage, touches of the ball, touches in the opposition, but all those kind of things, yeah, they are very broadly similar. But I think the reality is when you watch a Derek Adams team as opposed to a Stephen Robinson team, there is significant differences. The main one being we are a lot more difficult to score against now. Stephen Robinson was... I suppose almost Kevin Keegan-esque, if, if you like, of it doesn't matter if we can see three because we're going to score four or five and we'll still win. Um, whereas Derek Adams is, if it's one nil, great. That's his, that's going to be his favourite results all day long. We've not had a one nil all season, I don't think actually that said, but it's, it, it's, it's, in, it's an interesting comparison because we don't like keeping the ball. You will have 70% possession, probably, maybe more than that. I remember again when we were away at Bolton a few weeks ago, in the first half, they had 84% possession in the first half. And we went into the halftime break, won the lip. And that's how Derek Adams works. You can keep the ball for as long as you want, pass it around all day long amongst yourselves. As long as you can't hurt us, it doesn't really matter. Then we'll nick it off you, hit on the break with pace. We won't create many chances. I think that's that's fair to say. I don't think your keeper will be overworked, but we aim to create enough quality chances to score the goals that are going to get us the results. And I think that's the one major difference is we're not as free-flowing in the final third, but we try and be a bit more devastating when we are, if that makes sense. Yeah, and as you said, when you have that type of striker front like Stockton, you need one chance, it's back in the back of the net. So, you know, that's it kind of suits up quite nicely for you guys. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, MK got a, pretty good taste of their own medicine I think when it comes to the three three forwards and against Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday really tough game for them and I'm well I imagine that Derek Allen's would want to replicate that type of pressing and um, even in the opposition half to be fair I know you said you keep the ball where we don't doesn't really hurt you guys but you know I think the high press has been something that's worked against us quite well this season at times where you know we're getting a bit comfortable on the ball and I think Barry Bannon was fantastic last night and he showcased elements of what potentially an Adam Phillips or even a you know an Arthur can do on the ball on, on Saturday. So it'd be interesting to see how Adam sets it all up for sure. We I'm pretty confident, Liam, that we can score a goal or two. There's no doubt about that. I mean, we were pretty... The one thing that we weren't against you guys in November was clinical. I think we had 11 or 12 chances and didn't get a shot on target. Against Charlton, I think we had five shots, scored three goals and, and two great saves from their goalkeeper. So that's the turnaround as well. Cole is in the form of his life. He's, in, he's having the season of his life. And I think I'm with you. I don't think he'll be a Morecambe player next season. But if he scores the goals to keep us in League One for another season, then we wish him all the best. And yeah. He's 28, so if he's going to move, he's got to move now. And we've gone in for nothing, so we'll, we'll make a, a significant profit as and when he does move and all, and all the best. And he's already a Morecambe legend, of course. But our forward three, you've got different things to think about. You've obviously got Cole's goals, but it's not just his goals, it's his hold-up play as well. We'll get it into his chest, into his feet with his back to goal, and he'll try and roll his marker and, and bring our wide players in. Dylan Connolly, the speed merchant down the right wing. Arthur Nahua is, I suppose his style would be described as languid I suppose is the best word for it he's not mega pacey but he loves just running with the ball just carrying it into the opposition territory so you've got three different 
tests to worry about and certainly a lot more potency up front than uh, when we played you back in November. Yeah, and I suppose the big question is, obviously, we're recording this um, pre-Portsmouth for you on Easter Monday and pre-Oxford for us on the Tuesday. Do you think you actually need a result at Milton Keynes to stay up or do you reckon you'll, you'll be okay? I am hoping we, by the time people are listening to this, that, that we, if, if not mathematically, then in all probability, we have got the job done. There are some interesting games at the bottom end of the League One table. Fleetwood on Easter Monday are playing Gillingham and then they've got AFC Wimbledon uh, on, on Saturday the same, at the same time we're playing you guys. So it's in Fleetwood's hands more than any other club in the relegation mix. I think uh, obviously crew have already gone. Doncaster, they could go tomorrow if, if it doesn't go their way. So you're probably looking at one spot between Morecambe, Fleetwood and AFC Wimbledon and Gillingham. Uh, two spots. So two of those four are going to get relegated. Um, I would imagine AFC Wimbledon because they're in just mm. 24 games without a win. It, 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 it's just, I can't, it's a habit that they can't kick and they're not going to get, I don't think they're going to get the points. Uh, Gillingham hit and miss. Fleetwood, I think they've won once in 18. Uh, we've won three out of the last four. Hopefully it's going to be four out of the last five by the time we play you. So if we don't need the result, then it'll be fantastic because we can just go and play with freedom. I think my one concern would be if we still do need a point or two, and it's still very, very close because we've got Sunderland at home on the final day of the season. They might need the result last game of the season to get in the playoffs. So we don't want to take it to the last game. But that said, um, if we do need a point or two, just, my one worry would be that we freeze on the big occasion. We didn't at the Valley against Charlton, that said. But we have in previous occasions, Stadium of Light, Hillsborough, we've just fallen to bits. So if it's a large home crowd, partisan crowd, vocal uh, then uh, you might have the advantage there. But fingers crossed that, uh, that, that we're all A-OK and, and, and we don't really care about the result, hopefully. Yeah, so we, we could do a favour for Gilligan, to be fair, last day of the season against Rotherham. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird little whole quartet goes around. And um, yeah, no, I, I think you guys will get a result um, well, tomorrow. Tomorrow is recording this and, um, you know, you'll be safe from there. But yeah, it's... Um, it's a very interesting season this year, as I've spoken about, and you know it's it's in a real battle, the bottom table and the top, and it still will be to probably till the final day. So you know it's been Absolutely. been Absolutely. one of the better what League One season I think we've ever had. To be fair, it's been fantastic. Well, the, the one thing that's surprised us because this is obviously our first ever season in League One, and don't get me wrong, we've had some fantastic away days, and we've gone to stadiums that just a year or two ago we could only have dreamed about going in in, in, in cup games and we've, we've been playing these massive teams as equals in the same division so we really have been living the dream we've had some real hammerings on the road though don't get me wrong uh, we've had some really good results against some top teams as well we beat Wickham Wanderers when they were top great draw against Ipswich we've beaten other uh, Sheffield Wednesday we beat them earlier in the season their first defeat of the season when we beat them so we can do it against the top clubs we've had a we've, we've had a a fantastic ride, really. It has been a roller coaster that we thought it would be. One thing that has surprised me, though, is the the, qual the overall quality between League One and League Two. And certainly the teams at the top of the table, the, the gulf between the top and the bottom is, is enormous. Um, I think, as we were speaking about earlier, Liam, you could get 90 points or more and might not get automatic promotion. And, and that is ridiculous. If you are averaging almost the best part of two points a game, and that doesn't get you automatic. That's a crazy situation. The other end of the table, you say the magic 50 points is, is usually the benchmark to stay up. It could be 10 points less this season. We've got 41 points as we speak right now. 
that could be enough to stay up. And, and again, that is also equally as ridiculous. So the gulf is enormous between the top and the bottom, certainly points wise. Um, but the quality is, is, of League One has really, really surprised us this season. That's for sure. Yeah, it's well, I think it's no surprise to everyone that Saturday is a massive game. Um, I'm hoping it'll be more so for us than it is for you guys. I'm hoping you win on Easter Monday and. To be honest, your players go on the beach a little bit, go on the holidays a little bit early. Well, you say that, Liam, actually. The, the away fans going on Saturday uh, are going in fancy dress beach oh, wear as well. well so, there we go. There Perfect. Go. Fit the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I won't bother asking you for a score because obviously it's, it's so hard to predict what's going to happen. Um, but no, thank, thank you, Dave, for coming onto the podcast once again. And um, uh, best of luck for the rest of the season. And um, hopefully you guys stay in League One. All the best, Liam. Um, I, I think you're going to get automatic promotion. I'm not just saying it because I'm on your podcast, but uh, I think the momentum is with you. I think you're going to get enough points. I think Rotherham are, are, are just what are, we're going to win the league. No doubt about that. I think they only need five points as we speak. Now they might only need two points, but uh, they're, they're going to win the title. No doubt. But I think you are going to sneak second. Um, and I think you will get over that magic 90 points mark as well. So uh, good luck in the championship. And uh, hopefully there's only one division separating us next season and not two. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. I hope so as well. But thanks for coming on again, Dave. No problem, Liam. All the best. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.